I'm John. I'm Kevin. This is Brandon, and you're listening to The Sports Project. All right, guys, welcome back to The Sports Project. I'm here, as always, John, Brandon, and Kevin. Brandon's back! He's back! He's unrobbed! <sighs> He's unrobbed. I would call it unrobbed. I would just call it, uh, I had to swing by the local blockbuster and pick up some more bullshit. <laughs> Not Blockbuster, fucking Best Buy, whatever you want to fucking call it. Yeah, whatever. But he's back. <laughs> yeah, dude, but let me and... tell you, it was, it was wild, dude. I go outside the next morning, right? I'm trying to find some bullshit in my car. My center console sprayed all out, and my uh, my laptop bag was gone, my iPad, my headphones, everything, dude. My life was over. I called the mm. cops up, and I'm like, hey, dude, my shit's gone. They're like, huh. We'll check the pawn shops, and I was like, tight. Wow. Appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. Good looking out. All right. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you back. Um, Good to to have you here. Good to have you here on opening weekend of football. Now, we're going to do just NFL today. We might do some college next weekend when more college teams start kicking off. We can talk about more of the bigger games that are that are coming out. But today we're going to stick to NFL because that's what's going on, as you can tell. So let's go ahead and start off with our home teams. Start with the Panthers. Uh, of course, both of our teams lost, if you didn't know. But we'll, we'll start <laughs> with the Panthers. We'll talk about their game and... See what Brandon's thoughts are on, on, on why the Panthers did what they did. All right, so uh, I'd like to start this off with saying, um, in CMC, I trust, all right? <laughs> like to get uh, that out there, right? CMC, I trust. Cam being gone, man. First time I've watched the Panthers football game in quite a long time without Cam being on the sidelines, being on the team, or wearing the jersey. First time I've ever had to watch him line up as QB number one different organization but you know I'm, I'm a Panthers fan in the day so I was all aboard that choo choo Chetty train baby and uh watching watching Teddy play it was interesting it was a whole different dynamic as a quarterback it was fun it you lost some of that I think hype that comes with Cam but he was throwing decent passes he was able to understand what was happening in the pocket very well he was able to throw a DJ Moore Curtis Samuel pretty pretty well there the routes they were running the way he was throwing almost as touch more accuracy possibly than cam had it was it was easy to watch and i wasn't kind of on the edge of my seat he had a couple quick runs that were were done really well he was able to play well christian mccaffrey kind of a little bit of a struggle i think maybe the first quarter oakland was probably expecting you know c-mac just to fucking smack everyone around but once he opened up he was good he was able to play good football the biggest yeah he definitely figured it out yeah, you know he always does. Um, biggest heartbreak, man, is uh, is that Panthers uh, defense. Fucking yep. Daddy Luke is gone, and and let me tell you, it's heartbreaking. If I have another kid, though, I'm gonna name him my man Luke after Luke Keekley, baby. But uh, <clears throat> and uh, it's it's just it's tough to watch this Panthers organization from 2015, five years ago, being one of the best teams in in football to kind of being in a real rebuild phase. So. Really hoping that things kind of fall together in place. We got Brian Burns on defense, a couple of good defensive players, and everyone kind of syncs up and comes together for a good, you know, a good, uh, good season. Yeah, I mean, I think you kind of know. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, but I mean, 
you were kind of expecting maybe a roller coaster of a year out of the Panthers this year, just with everything that's gone on. New quarterback, new system, uh, new head coach, new culture. I mean, pretty much a, a, an entire new organization, top to bottom. But again, coming out strong. I mean, it looks like they have a lot of weapons, um, a lot of young guys that can really do some things, and, and probably going to stir up some trouble on the field later in the season. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a. Uh... A lot of people are always like, oh, well, you know, I'm a fan, but this player, I'm a fan, but this player, nah, dude, I'm, I'm all in on the Panthers organization, I don't care, fucking, they got a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, new different, you know, defensive coaches, new players, new everyone, at the end of the day, this is my team, my, org- you know, my favorite organization, probably in professional sports, and, uh, and I, I'm excited to see what Matt Rule and Joe Brady do, I'm excited to watch Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, as much as I hate the fucking Saints, <laughs> he played under Drew Brees, man, and and honestly, even though Drew Brees is trash at fantasy this week, and uh, fucking Joe Burrow <laughs> scored more points than him, I got some faith in in Teddy and in the Teddy train, baby. So we'll see. The Teddy train, choo <clears throat> choo. Yeah, he he definitely brings hopefully that some of that Drew Brees knowledge with him um, to the Panthers. But yeah, I mean. He did have, you know, a, a relatively subpar day. You know, nothing crazy. 22 for 34, 270, and a touchdown. Um, didn't turn the ball over. Uh, not that I – he didn't have a fumble, did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no no turnovers for him, so that's good. Like you said, CMC, I mean, he got started. He had two touchdowns. He had the 96 yards. What I thought was kind of impressive and a little bit surprising to me um, was – the impact that Robbie Anderson had comparative to DJ Moore, I really expected DJ Moore or even Curtis Samuel maybe to take over that lead role. And I mean, it is only the first game and maybe Teddy is just, you know, got that link with Robbie Anderson for whatever reason. Um, but DJ Moore, it's... DJ Moore dropped a lot of passes that were, that were pretty pivotal. He could have had the opportunity to have, you know, been the number one. I think you're seeing right now in the Panthers organization, a very young team. You're seeing a team yeah. who is also they would have benefited from those preseason games. You know, we've all played sports before. <clears throat> you can practice with your teammates all day against the fucking organization defense, but when you throw a whole other dynamic in there of another defense, then it creates something completely different. So I think that's part of it is they didn't have any real game time until today. And you can see there's times oftentimes where DJ would be kind of running a slant this direction that, you know, maybe supposed to cut back and <clears throat> Teddy just threw the ball towards where he should have cut back for the slant. But, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of miscommunication and, yeah. and a lot of newness for everybody. So I'm, uh, you, got, you know, you also have to think Teddy's been used to playing with other receivers and, you know, this is his first game with new receivers. This is everyone's first game with someone not named fucking Kyle Allen in the year. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, I know that, you know, they're the team that beat the Panthers. But, I mean, what do you guys think about the the Raiders? I mean, they're kind of in a similar spot. I think these two teams are very similar. Um, you have a quarterback. He's not really a veteran, but not really, you know, new to the game, but very unproven to me. I, I think Derek Carr's unproven. Teddy Bridgewater, to me, is unproven. Um, and then a lot of young players around these guys. So, I mean, what did you guys think of the Raiders? I mean, they did get this win in Carolina. So, I mean, what do you guys think? So the Raiders showed up. First was three and out turnover. Quick, easy first quarter, right? I don't think they had another turnover until the fourth quarter, into the third, fourth quarter. They played consistently well offense the entire game. 
and they kept slapping back at Carolina. Their defense held up, and that was the biggest factor in this game was the fact that the Raiders consistently played good offense. You didn't have to worry about that. But then even if they weren't, you know, getting a touchdown every time, they were consistently playing well enough to get to a field goal position. And then their defense was able to just stop Carolina. That That's going to be Carolina's biggest downfall this season. It's not going to be Teddy. It's not going to be C-Mac. It's not going to be DJ Moore. It's going to be the fucking defense. And you got Brian Burns, who's phenomenal, but he's still a pretty young guy. And uh, I think you're going to see a weird challenging transition without Luke on the field, who, as long as I can... Fuck, dude. I don't remember what year Luke was drafted, but the entire time he's been playing football, he has been the defensive leader. So it's yeah. going to, you know, you can see that with the with Oakland or uh, Las Vegas, whatever the fuck they're called now. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I you think see, I see Oakland, with, too. <clears throat> yeah, you see it with the Raiders, and they play consistently well football, which I think is what got them that win. Yeah, I mean, if you kind of go, go through and look at the stats a little bit, I mean – you know the Panthers gave up just uh just just over 350 yards so total offense I mean again like you said Brandon that's probably going to be a little bit of a downfall especially you know you don't lose Luke Keekley and not feel it um you know that's gonna yeah. hurt for a while so I mean but again no, nobody really had a breakout game I mean like you said, Derek Carr, take it for what it is. I mean, 239 yards, yeah. um, but they really didn't rush that much. Um, you know, like I said, Jacobs they had, had about 130 yards. Guys. He did have three touchdowns, um, but again, his longest run all day was hope, 14 yards. Hope so. you had him on fantasy. Yeah, well, he got uh, he got 31 if you did. That's fat. What's up, everyone? This is Brandon from the Sports Project. We got our first sponsor out here, Black Buffalo. Yes, sir. Stuff is awesome. Tell them about it, Brandon. So Black Buffalo is the world's only smokeless tobacco alternative that delivers the same experience as traditional smokeless tobacco without any tobacco leaf or stem. It's got the same taste, it's the same texture, the same color, and yes, the same nicotine. What kind of, what kind of flavors they got? So flavors are all the traditional flavors you'd see out there with regular smokeless tobacco. You got wintergreen. You got straight. You got mint. You got peach. Peach. Georgia. And one of my favorites right now is a blood orange. I never had nothing like it out of any other smokeless tobacco. So go try it out. Hit our Patreon page, any of our social medias, anything like that. And you'll better get a link and get save a little bit of money on it and try it out. So moving on to our... Other sports project home team, the Falcons, um, as you can see, um, they also lost Woo! 38 to 25 uh, to the Seahawks at home. Expect? Conveniently, both of our teams lost at home today. What a good day! What a good day! So, um, question, question, right? I, uh, okay. I I didn't watch the Falcons game. Was it a close yep. game in the fourth? No. Was it? No. Oh, Seahawks well, had the game right, no, the whole time. No, su- much. no surprise there, honestly. But. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so do you think the so Carolina's game was close in the fourth? Uh, you guys might feel what that understand what that feels like one day, but do you think that the no fans <laughs> in the arena with the uh, the fake sound and everything is gonna play a part in <clears throat> these close games at home? I'm sorry, I know you're talking about Falcons, but well, here's yeah, the thing, like, man. We've I'm been so pumping fucking fake crowd noise into the stadium for years now, and it's never fucking yep. helped. So yeah. it's not gonna help yeah. this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, but, saw, uh, you saw Brady just walked in. You know, you just, you Brandon, if you're done being laugh. an asshole for a minute, we can talk some real football. 
Yeah, man. Uh, uh, you guys can talk about the yeah, Falcons. Yeah, a little disappointed today. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. Oh, my Go God. Ahead, Y'all are like the, the blue people keep, eaters and shit. Keep getting pounded. <laughs> keep getting pounded. Oh, God. Man. Go get no. Del Curry to come beat the fucking drum again. Old Del. <laughs> Been out there like 50 damn times. Every time the Panthers are on TV, old Dell Curry's beating the damn drum. Dell needs to give it up. Oh, man. Yeah, not a good day for us today. Um, I mean, I'll be honest with you, dude. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I was totally rooting for the Falcons, totally wanting to win. But I was just happy to see football on. I was just, I mean, they were losing, and I was just sitting there going, but what's going on? We're losing. Don't care. Football. I mean, honestly, dude, that that's how I felt, man. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it really it's was. The same, I was just glad to see something. It's the same thing as last year, honestly, with the Falcons. The offense is going to put up points. The defense yep. cannot keep points off the board. Um, and I mean, it was really evident today. I mean, Russell Wilson went off four passing touchdowns. I, I mean, he scrambled when he needed to. He made plays. Again, the receiving core from the you know the Seahawks, it, it, they did the same thing they did last year. DJ Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, um, even Carson had a few couple catches out of the backfield for some big yardage. Uh, I know there was one third down play where he popped one for like 16 yards on a third and 10 or something like that. So, I, I mean, you know, and uh, so, I, I mean, I, unfortunately, the Falcons, we got to figure something out, man. Um it's going to be a long season if this is how we're going to play. I get it. The Seahawks are an explosive team. They're fast. They love to uh, have kind of that, you know, just on the seat of your pants kind of, of mentality. But we got to figure out how to shore up that secondary a little bit. Um, I didn't think our run defense was too bad today. But, again, the, the, the secondary is just getting yeah. beat up. And, and that, was the, that was the story last year. Um, and you can't blame it on injuries last year. I think we had five or six starters out just on defensive loan. You know, you can't blame that on that. So maybe it's just a little bit of rust. Maybe it's the, um, you know, the product of not having those preseason games. I know we all kind of bitch moan and complain about them, but you know, I really do think they help players get tuned up and get ready to roll. Like we're used to seeing them play. So when you see, you know, stuff like this, you're like, all right, same story, different day, you know? Yeah, I agree, and I think uh, I think you're going to see a lot of that defensive trouble with with the Falcons and Carolina this season. And if any of those teams even want to try and touch a wild card slot, they're going to really have to pick that aspect up. I mean, I'm I'm honestly not expecting Carolina to. I think if if the Falcons can tune up their defense a bit, <clears throat> odds are they're going to have a challenging time against Breeze. The Saints looked fucking phenomenal today, just straight slapped around Tom Brady and. Oh, he's not a fucking system quarterback. He doesn't need Bill Belichick. Okay, dude. Sure, we'll fucking see. But they slapped around fucking Gronk. They slapped around fucking Brady. Every other star caliber player, they managed to lay in in Tampa this fucking offseason. But <clears throat> I, I think that, you know, Falcons Leonard Fournette. Tune up their defense. Yeah, right? The straight fucking <laughs> slinging money around, dude. The guy who owns fucking. Yeah, dude. Fuck, man. Um, Fournette. But I think. <laughs> I think the Falcons, you know, they they got a chance. I think to to come up and get that wild card slot, maybe you know, they could just tune up that defense a little bit. I'm trying I, to be nice here. I'm trying to make it for my comments dude, earlier, bro. So I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you, dude. Here's what really makes me 
lose faith in the Falcons defense. It wasn't there was some poor tackling, but I think that again can equate to the whole, you know, the 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 long off season, the not being able to play in games. But even that is a kind of a stretch because I was expecting to see a lot of players out here in the third and fourth quarter getting into cramps. I have not seen that hardly at all. Now, that could be because everybody's not going at 100% because maybe they just can't. I don't know. But it's hard for me to even use that as an excuse. But here's what got me for the whole, the entire game. Russell Wilson went 31 for 35. 31 for 35, bro. You missed four. You you forced him to miss four passes. That was it. That means you're getting no line disruption, and your corners are not sticking to the receivers, obviously. Well, so, I'd yeah, like to go mind. see I that because I think there were at least two drops that I saw, so he may have only oh, missed yeah. two passes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know I'm there was one. Drops. Yeah, there was yeah. one receiver. I pass think back where everything I was dropped. trying to be nice about the Falcons and say I apologize for. Yeah, never mind. Whatever, dude. We do <laughs> not accept. We don't care. We don't. You know that baby blue um, looks pathetic. We don't like it. It's ugly. No, red and black, baby. Nah, I just, dude, that one was what got me the most, um, especially when you look at who we've drafted in the top rounds of the draft for the past two years. It's been corners. It's been Isaiah Oliver and then that um, that other kid that, that was playing today. And they still suck. Um, yeah, and then DeMonte Casey was now, DeMonte Casey, I'll give, was not a high draft pick. But again, where was he today? Where was Keanu Neal? I didn't even hear his name called, not once. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah, KZ may not have been a high draft pick, but Keanu Neal was, and I get it. Again, last year you had your knee hurt, man. That ain't this year, so come on. What's up? Yep. Dude, what, what about, uh, the fact what that about our secondary old, uh, allowed 31 for 35 is, is <clears throat> absolutely it's, – it's unbelievable. How old uh, – what's the fucking running back's name now? Um, Todd Gurley? Seattle? Yeah, yeah. How did Todd Gurley do? Oh, terribly. He had I mean, like not 56 terribly. Yards. Yeah, but he touched the ball 14 times. And I mean, well, I get it. See, this is what I don't. And again, man, it sucks that this is the first game of the year and we're already talking about this again. Dirt Cutter should have never been allowed back in Atlanta again. Like, as soon yep. as someone from Atlanta called him, like, they should have immediately showed up at his house and slapped the living shit out of him and been like, no, Dirk does not come. All right? First, that's number one. Two, no offense. Love him to death. I think he's a great coach. Dan Quinn should have been fired last year. Thomas Dimitrov, he has had 10 years to get this back rolling again and hasn't done it. Okay? So, again... At this point, man, it, it sucks. It's the first game of the of the year, and I'm already sitting here having the exact same emotions that I had at the end of last year, thinking we were gonna change this stuff around and, and get the ship right. And it's not, man. At least Carolina so, knows we're rebuilding. So here's Dude, Brandon. My thing. Shut up. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, we two play each other in fantasy. Oh, dude, it's right. next week, man. It's coming. It's next week, oh, brother. Oh, these hands are free 24-7-364. Closed on Christmas. <laughs> oh, yeah. It um, is next week. Oh, Carolina Country and Rub My Chub are going to get in the mix together. 
So, oh. all right, okay, so here's here's <clears throat> here's my thing about about the Falcons. So, we have Dan Quinn, right? Supposed to be this defensive-minded coach, right? Supposed to just own the defense. Okay. In 2017, they I they were ranked in the bottom half of the NFL. I'm sorry. Yeah, they were ranked in the bottom half of the NFL. 27th in defense, 25th um, in total yards, uh, 17th in rushing, and 28th in passing. They improved the next season, 8th um, in total defense or in scoring defense, 9th in total yards, 9th in rushing, and 12th in passing. They kept that going. They had that for one year. They had that for one year. Guess what they were ranked in 2019? 24. Close, 23. They finished ranked 23. And here we are sitting at home, and we give up 38 points to the Seattle Seahawks. Why are you still our head coach if you're a defensive-minded head coach, but yet you consistently have a talented defense as far as players are concerned? Keanu Neal, Ricardo Allen, Isaiah Oliver, Grady Jarrett, Tack McKinley. You had Vic Beasley forever. You've wasted a ton um, of picks on them. Yes, and and I mean don't I mean don't get me wrong. I get maybe we did waste the pick on Vic Beasley, but there's a part of me that wonders if maybe we just didn't grow him properly and groom him into what he should have been. Um, right. And I think that may have fucked him for his whole career. Um, but at some point, you have to go, hmm, you've been our coach for how long and how many years have we had the top-rated defense, but yet you're supposed to be a top defensive-rated coach based on what you did in Seattle with the Legion of Boom? Where's it at here? You can't seem to bring any of that here. You've brought one player that seems to make a big difference on defense, and that's Grady Jarrett. Deion Jones, he's kind of been off and on depending on whether he's injured and healthy but usually when he's in he's playing pretty good but again that's a player I didn't hear much of from today either I think he had a few tackles matter of fact let me check but I know I know he had a few tackles I, I did hear his name called a few times for for making some tackles um yeah it's he, he had six tackles and, and three assists but here zero sacks zero sacks now Tack and Grady went off on the line they had uh sack Tack had a sack Grady had a sack and a half uh, and uh, Dante Fowler had a half a sack as well. So that's what's confusing to me is your D-line is able to, to obviously get pretty decent solid penetration, but your corners are just not covering. I, I don't I, – you can't, you can't rely on your defensive line to force a bad pass or to make a sack or to force an incomplete pass every time. And, I mean, we do have a great defensive line, but – we're supposed to have really good corners and and, a, and a, at least a really good safety, and that did not show today. Um, pretty disappointing, I'd say, all around for the performances of the Falcons and the uh, and the Panthers. Um, you know, honestly, I'm not I'm not disappointed in Carolina, baby. I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, I guess it didn't look as bad as I thought. Didn't look as bad as I thought. You're in a weird spot for Carolina. You're almost <laughs> rebuilding, but. It, it, oh, it should be interesting. So, what's up, Kevin? What's up? What's since, up? Since nothing, man. I just it. It seems like you got a lot on your mind, but it's like you're you're contemplating if you want to say it now. Maybe save it for later. We got a we got a big weekend fantasy coming up this week. It seems like there's a lot going on, man. Hey, look, man. I'm excited, dude. You, I'm ready. I'm Carolina's ready, man. Just gonna this, I love this. <laughs> I love it, man. The Panthers are about to run wild on you, brother. 
I'm gonna tell you. Oh, oh take your, the eat your Panthers are gonna say your run wild. And get ready. Oh yeah. boy. So okay, actually, before I was gonna say, let's move on to. I was gonna move on to the Patriots so we could talk about Cam and what he's doing, not in Carolina. But um, before we talk about that, I did actually have a big question for you guys. The NFC South. What do we think now? Because I mean, we've seen the Patriots. I mean, we saw the 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 Bucks and Saints play each other. And now we know kind of who's the dominant out of those two. We saw the Falcons and Panthers. I, I mean, are we – is the NFC South really as tough as we thought they were going to be? Or is this just early? No. No. <laughs> Drew Brees is going to take Alvin Kamara, and he's just going to go – Yeah. I'm fucking winning. I'm going to the NFC Championship game, and I might just fucking slap around Patrick Mahomes and walk my way to the Super Bowl. Fucking after the way he looked today, jeez, man, I don't fucking know, yeah. but I don't. Hey, I'm NFC cool with that. I got Kamara on my team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that you are. I think it's gonna take it's gonna take Breeze a bit to get into a new system. You got to remember, the only system that has been consistent is the fucking Saints. So of course they're gonna look that good. Yeah. Well, I mean, and they yeah. got some very talented players, but I think once Breeze kind of gets into the system with uh, the Buccaneers. Once New England and Carolina kind of gets together, I think you're going to see a bit more of challenging games with everyone kind of lining up because they play, you know, they're going to play each other a couple more times. So I think it's going to be a little bit more exciting games as we get further down the season and people are getting used to what they have. But honestly, I think there's no real competition for the Saints when it comes to who's winning the NFC South, straight up. Yep. And I mean, I, I don't know. I watched uh, I watched a couple other games, but I, I think they were one of the best teams in the NFC that I watched today. I don't know that there's any competition in the NFC for for no, I don't, for the I don't fucking think the so, only dude. team I, I would probably put that could that I think could really potentially beat them would be the Cowboys, but I don't think they have the defense to stop the Saints. No, they don't. There's there's nowhere. Yeah. So I mean, they um, were they were flawless. It looked like it was wild. Yeah. Like it so made they, me happy because I had Breeze on my fucking fantasy <laughs> team, but I'm also like sitting here with like. A sick feeling in my stomach and I'm just like all nauseous and I'm like fuck you am I really like kind of low-key pulling for the Saints like fuck. <laughs> so it's uh not it's not a cool feeling but fuck yeah. Saints well, I mean, <laughs> but I still fuck the Saints every day baby fuck the Saints yeah. every day I just want Drew Brees gonna go off every now and then but 14 <laughs> fucking points later dude Joe Burrow so, got fucking points in that fool let's talk about old Cam Newton in New England in his new uniform new city in Boston he did his thing today I'd it's, say it's actually, what do you, what you guys uh, think <clears throat> um, it's actually in Foxborough not Boston fun fact it's about an hour south of Boston it's, uh, <laughs> fun fact though super small town it's right next to Bass Pro Sometimes I'll go there to pick up some new fish and stuff. It's not bad. Um, they have a good cupcake place down in Gillette. Phenomenal homemade cupcakes. Um, but, dude, I mean, I watched some of the Cam. I watched some of the Patriots game today, dude. Cam played fucking Cam football. What did he do? He had two rushing TDs, right? He played the way Cam fucking plays football. And, you know, I, I expect it, it hurt my heart a little bit to watch him go somewhere new. But, again, like, I'm all aboard the choo-choo teddy train, baby. But... Just to think of of how he would have done in the system still at Carolina, it does leave me a little curious because he played he played really good football today and he was having fun. 
I think that's the first time I've seen Cam truly enjoying himself on the field and probably over a year, man, probably since maybe 2018 or so, where he's not hurt, he's not facing challenges, he's actually smiling, he's laughing, he's enjoying the game. And yep. it's kind of like when, you know, you, you, you had an ex-girlfriend or an ex-boyfriend or whatever, and you guys have a mutual breakup because you guys are both going to different universities or whatever, and it's then you're like, like you guy. see him down the road on Facebook in five years, and they're married with three kids, and you're happy for him. <laughs> And you're over here fucking twice divorced, and you're like, well, at least your life turned out well. That's how I feel watching fucking Cam go play in New England, dude. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think we're gonna. I think this is gonna be really interesting how this year plays out for the Patriots. Um, again, yeah, like you said, Cam had two rushing touchdowns. What else did he do? Not a lot else, man. I mean, they they didn't have a very well put together, I think, offensive plan. I mean, yeah, they put up 21 points. Uh, you know, again, 21 points in the NFL, respectable. Cam had two of those running on his own from what, within the five-yard line, 10-yard line, something like that. Um, and again, it was the Dolphins, you know. Um, yeah. Brady probably would have put 35 up on him, just saying, you know. Yeah, well, but, uh, <laughs> threw three interceptions, so. Yeah, he absolutely did. I mean, I, I just think, and, and again, we've seen this from Bill Belichick before. Whatever you think he's going to do, he may give you a taste of it, and then he's just going to pull the chair out from underneath you. Um, I think everybody was expecting Cam to be Cam, so that's exactly what Bill Belichick gave people. Um, I don't think this is going to be the game plan all year. Um, I think even as soon as next week, we're going to see a drastically different game plan coming together. Um, and, and we'll kind of see what goes on. But I, I, I like how this is going to play out, man. And the Patriots are going to be a team, again, just like with, with uh, you know, Tom Brady. Is, is it a system quarterback? Is it the coach? What is it? And uh, th- this is something that's just going to be compared to um, all, all season long. But next week, man, mm-hmm. they got the Bills. So, like I said, again, I, I think test. next week you're going to get a very, very different game plan. You're going to get a very different kind of scheme and, and uh, you know, everything else to go along with it. So we'll, uh, we'll keep, you know, keeping our pulse on this and see what's going on. I 100% agree, Kevin. I, I think that is, like, a real – like, that's a solid way to look at it. I think today the fans need to see Cam play as Cam. I think Cam needed to play as Cam. He needed to regain what he lost the last couple seasons. And I think next week it's going to be like, hey, Cam played as Cam. Now let's move Cam into a, as a Patriot. So I, I can see, I can kind of see that, you know, that, that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, it's going to be interesting to watch these stats kind of develop. So for the game plan today, I'd say it was pretty simple. It was run the ball. Um, Cam Newton had 15 for 75 and two touchdowns. Sonny Michelle, 10 for 37 and a touchdown. And they didn't stop there. Burkhead, 7 for 32. J.J. Taylor, 4 for 28. Julian Edelman even carried the ball for 23 yards. James White, 5 for 22. So, I mean, they're doing exactly what the Patriots do. They're dishing the ball out to all kinds of different backs. Um, They're just doing it through the handoff now. And Yeah, that was a clean catch right there by Gallup, by the way, dude. Oh, Michael Gallup? Michael Gallup? Wait, Michael Gallup? Yeah, baby. Michael Gallup's supposed to be out. I sat him. He's supposed to be out. I, mean, I, I just watched him get a clean catch, bro. Watch that replay. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I don't mind it because, again, oh, well. So, uh, 
we're going to talk about the fantasy real quick. Uh, the guy I'm playing uh, does not have a quarterback, or he only has one running back in for his two running What's back slots. What's his name? Um, you know what? Let me check real quick because I don't remember. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I was going to play Michael Gallup. That's my starting damn receiver. What's your team name? But, but it said uh, it's uh, Ryan's Buffet of Touchdowns. <laughs> uh, team Oliveira. Yeah, he's uh he's missing a quarterback and he's missing a running back. Oh no, I did play Michael Gallup. It was not Michael Gallup. It was oh Kenny Galladay was who I was gonna play. That's right. It was Kenny Galladay I was gonna play. I do have Michael Gallup in. Yeah, that was just um, uh, <clears throat> that was like a clean, fun catch to watch this. But so uh, back on the back on the Patriots. Um. You know, I think they did, like you said, they let Cam play Cam. They let him kind of run an offense that was relatively, I'd say, similar to what he ran in Carolina, which, you know, dealt with a lot of running. Um, more more him controlling the offense than anything. Um, and, I, I, and I think you're right. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with these stats. Like, I, I'm going to be interested to read the Patriots – box score at the end of every game from here on as it as they get more into the playbook I assume and of course as Bill Belichick unleashes his playbook so Patriots are going to be an interesting team to follow I'm wondering if they're going to come out and perform like we expect the Patriots or well how we're used to the Patriots performing or if they're going to come out and I don't know shit the bed so, I, mean, I honestly let's don't think uh, the Patriots are going to shit the bed. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll be okay. They definitely, I think they've got a decent team built up. What's going on, guys? John here from the Sports Project. Just want to take a little break here, let you guys know what our social medias are. So our Facebook is now the Sports Project. And then we have Instagram. Go search the.sports.project and give us a follow. And, of course, you can catch us at Twitter, sports underscore project. Make sure you guys go give us a follow, comment, get involved. We love to hear from the fans. We'll see you guys soon. Take it easy. So, let's keep it in that division. We we talked about kind of who they have to play next week, which is the Patriots, or, well, the Bills in the Patriots case. Um, So, the Bills um, played the Jets 127-17. Um, <clears throat> Baby, let me tell you what. Got Allen in two of the four leagues, and my man never, ever, ever disappoints when it comes <laughs> to fantasy. Let me tell you what, right? Let me pull up the stats of good old Allen. Oh, Josh I got him Allen, right here, dog. My man got me 32.18 in one league. The Jabronis, right? In the SmackDown Hotel, he got me 28.18. And let me tell you, there's never been something better than watching Josh Allen just consistently week after week after week deliver. <laughs> yeah, he definitely delivered today. 33 for 46, 312 yards, two touchdowns. Um, plus, he had 14 carries for 57 yards and a touchdown. He was the lead ball carrier by five carries. Um, I think that's kind of shocking considering – I mean, Josh Allen's definitely a runner. He's definitely shown that before, but 
I don't think to that extent. That's uh, that's more than that's more rushes than Cam Newton had. No, 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 one less, one less than Cam Newton. Um, but you know, I think they've got like I really like their receiving core with Stephon Diggs and John Brown. Those two together, I I didn't get to watch this game, and I plan on watching the Bills probably next week when they play the Patriots. Hopefully, um. But those two together, I I just I imagine would be so much fun to watch. One of them's you know real tall, still very fast. The other one's not quite as tall, but still even faster probably. Um, so they've got speed all over the field. Plus Josh Allen can run the ball around. I mean, dude, the Bills might have a chance to win this division, dude. What? Ezekiel I mean, Elliott just had a clean play, dude. That was real good. clean. Good, because I got clean. him too. Oh, there we go. Watch this. Watch this. Look, look, look. There we go. Watch this right yes, here. Yes, sir. Boom. Yes, sir. Ball, right? Right, right. Watch, 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 watch. Ooh, 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 ooh. Straight drew to the left, man. Just straight went for it. And then my man has to show oh, up his hold on. Where are you at? I, I just saw him score the touchdown. <laughs> oh, watch the replay. Watch the replay, bro. Did you watch the replay? <laughs> yeah, I saw the replay was clean. Yeah, you talking about the catch and touchdown? Yeah. That whole yeah, thing yeah, was yeah, clean, that dude. little juke move, juked all three of them out, four of them on Yeah, what is it, fucking, what is it, Madden 08 <laughs> and you hit R1? Yo, yeah. uh, speak, speaking of those, those Rams unis, those are nice. I like those. No, and those my, LA my Chargers unis. <clears throat> Bro, the the Washington football team, that was a clean looking jersey today in uniform. I mean, those super, are clean. It, just, but... it was oh. super clean. Like, it, it just gave me an old school vibe with the numbers on the helmets looking so good. Everything just meshed well. I was just a the fan. Chargers, I just, dude. The simplicity. The yeah, the Chargers was super nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love them yeah. Chargers unis. Um, so we'll talk about this game here. We'll <laughs> talk about this division, the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. I <laughs> this I I mean it couldn't have been more picturesque of how this entire division is probably gonna go. Um, <clears throat> the Browns will be. The Browns. In case you were wondering, never... <laughs> the Browns are still trash. <laughs> 38 to 6. Cincinnati is going to beat the fucking Browns. And you like, scored 6 I... in the first quarter. In the first quarter? You threw a touchdown, missed the extra point, never scored again. <laughs> I just... What? What is their problem? I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think Baker Mayfield's, you know, the truth or the answer or anything, but he's still a decent quarterback. You've got Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, uh, Odell Beckham, OBJ. Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Austin Hooper. Like, dude, but, you've got hey, man, so hey, much it talent. Easy. It's week one. Maybe they just need the preseason to warm up and – Hey, let's I just mean, put this into perspective. Let's just put this into perspective. RG3 played today for the Ravens. He's their backup quarterback. There's no reason he should be playing week one. RG3 played today for the Ravens. Oh, man. That is wait, wait, not wait, wait. good. He went one for one, nine yards. <laughs> Lamar right, yeah, everybody went one, one for one on the Browns. Everybody did. <laughs> say, that, say that one more time. Who played I, for the Ravens? Okay, uh, so RG three that would be Mister Robert Griffin the third. Boy, just, I thought it was a dream. I was just hallucinating for a second. But it's right. just so I don't understand it, man. Like they before you know it was oh you keep drafting busts or oh you keep drafting 
terrible players. Now it's like you've got decent talent. You've got players that we all know are good. Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. So now what's the problem? And we've gone through a gigantic coaching carousel, so (laughs) you can't blame it on that either. Like, where does the problem lie in the Cleveland Browns system? It is insane to me that they consistently are the worst team in football. You know what, man? I I think we give them. I think we give them another two weeks. See how they fucking play it. They they bomb the shit out of it the next two weeks, and hey, I'm not talking about them the rest of the fucking season. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get the mic drop two weeks from now. They bust the fucking thing. They're getting the fucking. They're getting the boot, dude. They're catching a size eight and a half to the fucking backyard. Yeah, man. If I'm the Cleveland organization, I'm selling the Cleveland Browns to the citizens of Cleveland. And then if, as, I, as the citizens of Cleveland, I'm firing everybody and starting back over. I'm talking maybe even change the name. Maybe even change the name to Ohio something. Just, Ohio just maybe Club? that'll help. The like Ohio Washington Football did? Club. There, yeah, there you go. Yeah, we can go to those kind of names. Like, like, like how soccer teams do. But, I, dude, it's insane Ohio to me. divided, I, baby. Ohio divided. <laughs> I just, I don't understand it. Uh, again, there's no reason to really touch on this. The Ravens kind of, I think, did what they did. I mean, Lamar Jackson, you know, three touchdowns, 275 through the air, missed five passes, rushed for 45 yards, you know. It, well, just a basic so beat down on the Browns. The Cleveland Browns are still the Cleveland Browns. Um, and the Cincinnati Bengals, they don't even have an indoor practice facility. They're still trash. They still can't even pay A.J. Green. <laughs> Um, so pretty much, man, like Ohio professional football is what the trashiest across the country. I'd say. How did Joe Burrow play today though? Joe Burrow. I mean, he did all right. They won 16, 13. I mean, you know, take it for what you want. Hell, he didn't throw it to AJ Green. That was probably a mistake. (laughs) Didn't have a touchdown. Got one interception. What so I mean while we're while we're on the the Bengals while while we're on the Bengals and Joe Burrow is Joe Burrow gonna lead the Bengals to uh, let's not say a playoff let's not say a playoff game but let's say let's say do you think Joe Burrow can lead the team to a nine win season to a not top three draft pick maybe hold on are you talking about (laughs) this year or in his career this year. This year. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, let's go ahead and say his career. <laughs> let's just say that, too. I mean, do you think in his career he'll lead the Bengals <laughs> to a nine-win season? If Joe Burrow leads the Bengals to a nine-win season this year, then I will magically grow six fucking inches and become six feet tall. <laughs> hmm. That's not going to happen, so. I just... I, the Bengals the Bengals are worse than the Browns to me. I mean, they don't even... but. The weird thing is, is the Bengals do find ways to win games, but they don't have, to me, nearly as much talent on paper as the Browns do. And they. uh, Well, that's the whole funniest thing about the Browns is they got in all of these big names. They had their, you know, big loudmouth quarterback coming in. They have, I mean, again, they thought they were going to be the absolute shit. And again, this is their own fault. Two years ago, when everybody was hyping them up, they should have shut 
up, but they didn't. Baker Mayfield was out there doing, you know, Motel 6 commercials and shit, keeping the light on and whatever else the hell he was doing when he should have been reading a damn playbook and figuring out how to not throw interceptions. Yep. He was Yo, this is garbage in part, college, dude. and he's garbage now. <clears throat> the Kevin nah, Rant he, of the day, ladies and gentlemen. He, he was he was pretty good in college, but I mean, I think I I don't I don't think he just I just don't think he translated well to the NFL. I mean, we're just seeing that like it just doesn't seem like he's picking up the NFL well. You know what I mean? Like maybe maybe it's just not slowed. The game hasn't slowed down to him. Um, and the game has to slow down for you or you will lose. Um, so just moving on to, we got two, two more games, three more games. Technically we want to get to, um, this one, just the Colts just want to talk about Marlon Mack, man. Injury prone tore his Achilles today. Um, good news for me. I got Naheem Hines drafted him. He posted 27 points on my bench, but still good to know that now (laughs) I got another running back. He's fixing to be a starter on my bench. (laughs) Hey, hey, like I said, I don't care. I don't care. The team I'm playing, he's missing a whole running back and a whole ass quarterback slot. I got him beat by a mile. But this is like, this is like the preseason week for John. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I'm glad you know, John I just, got a tune-up week. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I get to figure out who's who am I gonna start next week because I don't care about this week. <laughs> um, I, you know, but actually, you know, it's funny that you say that. Um, I think that's kind of how these teams, and and that's why, like, I I mean, I am <clears> judging <throat> these teams off of these these first opening games because I think they are important, and I I'd venture to say teams took them pretty seriously, but. I wonder if there's any teams out there that really treated this as more of a preseason game, like at least just the first game or maybe the first two, and are testing out some of their rookies. I didn't see any of that through any of the games that I was able to catch, but I, I I'm think I think that would I be very naive and kind of fucking foolish to do. Sixteen game season, no preseason games. Every game here is gonna fucking matter. It's gonna either. Like, yeah. What what division what division right now can you afford to lose two games just by fucking trying out a rookie? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I think this is adding a whole different dynamic than what, what most teams are used to. I think they're used to kind of trying that out and saying, hey, how are these guys going to fit in our team in a real game? How's this dude going to fit? Like, do we need to kind of have a two, you know, running back option or can we stick with this guy and this guy? So I think it's, it's, uh, it's different, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it is different. I'm enjoying this Rams, this Rams Dallas game though. It's fun. Yeah, we got the Dallas and LA game on. Yeah, yeah man, I got a. Uh, I gazed off into that for a minute, man. Boy, Old, that dude's uh... triceps are as big as my noggin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Boy, Griffin be out here um, just skull crushing fucking toddlers and shit. What's up, everyone? This is Brandon from the Sports Project. This new little thing we're doing now, it's called Patreon. I'm sure when you've listened to other podcasts, you've heard about it. All it is is a small donation once a month to help support us and help keep us giving you the best sports-related content, the hottest interviews, and the most breaking news. There's three different tiers we offer right now. Little League, for a single U.S. dollar, you get a shout-out every episode. 
junior athlete for $3 a month, you get to pick one topic for the sports project to cover. I don't care if it's Kentucky Derby, US Open, or even your favorite minor league team, wherever you're from. And then All American, five bucks a month. That's it. It allows you to come in and talk on the sports project. Come join us in the recording and be a part of the show every single month. So go out, join our Patreon, support us, and help us keep giving you the best content available. So the only other the only other game that has happened that I wanted to talk about was the Chiefs and the Texans. So Chiefs put a pretty solid win up against the Texans Thursday night, 34 to 20. Um, they look good. They look smooth, powerful, like, you know, just a team to beat. So after that game, we, I think I sent out a text message and then everybody kind of agreed. We all kind of agreed that, you know, at that moment that KC looked like the former Super Bowl winners and the future Super Bowl winners. So now that we've kind of seen everybody play for the week, or at least for today, I mean, we've got what one more game on after this. I mean, who do you think there's anybody out there that can beat the Chiefs based on week one? Yeah, unfortunately, I do. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think it's we the know that raging Cajun, and they're from a really fucking... stinky ass city. <laughs> yeah, they like the, be fucking... careful going there; you'll die. There's literally dead Orleans, people dude. on the streets sometimes. Um, <laughs> New Orleans, dude. They they played a clean game of football, man. It was, it was so good. Like it was such a, a good game to watch. If they could have just been any other fucking team in the NFL besides the Saints. So so do we want to uh, call think... it now? Chiefs Saints Super Bowl fifty four three fifty four. The Quarantine Super Man. Bowl, baby. We're getting the Chiefs and the Saints. Yeah, if we're going to base it off week one, yeah, I guess you can go there. I mean, hell, Patrick Mahomes came out, did his thing, three touchdown passes. Uh, man, I'm, I was really kind of surprised by the rookie, uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire mm-hmm. out of LSU. Man, 100 and what was it, 130-something yards, had a touchdown. He had a couple big runs. Um, so, I mean – I, I'm pretty impressed with him. I, I'm really intrigued by this Kansas City team. Um, you know, can they do it again? Yeah, of course. They they had the team last year. They, they've they definitely done some mixing up with their rosters and things like that. Some guys have gotten paid. They've had to let some people go. Um, but it seems like Andy Reid's at least got them tuned up for week one. Um, so, I mean, like I said, I, I, I think this season is going to be so crazy and just off off what we're regularly used to. And we're just going to have to keep watching these guys. But, yeah, man, I, I, I think the Chiefs are, are primed and ready to go. That's it, baby. 32-27, Saints taking the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. Oh, wow. wow. Calling the score. Okay. Call it now. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i honestly with you. I'd, I'd call it right now Chiefs and, Chiefs and Saints just based on week one. I just don't – There's I, the only team I would say that stand a chance against KC is, is – the Ravens and the only team I would say that stands a chance against the Saints would maybe be the Cowboys or gosh, I don't know. Carolina. Yeah, I mean the whole NFC South. They the the Saints should run through the NFC South pretty easily. I mean we'll see what happens with the Falcons. Um, I think the Panthers are probably out. Like you said, I just their young team, new quarterback, new coach, all that jazz. 
The Falcons are about the only ones that I think stand a chance. I mean, of course, the Bucks with Brady and everything, but, man, I mean, they've already played the Saints, and we kind of saw how that but went. But he targeted so. Gronk, like, what, three times the entire game? It was just a poor fucking performance yeah. by Brady, dude. Yeah, that uh, I'm interested to see, too. Let's see, now that Brady's got a game under his belt, let's see how he plays next week and then from here. But, I mean, dude. Either way, I think even if Brady can come back and really perform, I still think you're still going to have a hard time beating the Saints. Um, they're just that Dude, they good just right so now. They look so good. They look so good today. So yep. good. Yep. Well, Everything I think either, just either way, well. you're going to get a good. Uh, you're going to get a good Super Bowl no matter what this year. It seems like um, just based on. I mean, you know, again, it's only week one, but uh, you know, still. Um, so one point six billion for the Mercedes Benz. Oh yeah. So one more thing to touch on before we hop on off of here. We're gonna touch on Monday Night Football. So we got two games on Monday night. We got the Steelers at Giants and Tennessee at Denver. So what are you guys thinking for first one to uh, Pittsburgh at, at New York? Who you got there? Mm. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, man, I, I I think Pittsburgh's kind of like the safe safe bet right now. Big Ben's coming back. Been hearing a lot about him over the offseason, kind of getting rededicated, refocused. Uh, I think he's going to come out determined. Um, the one thing that I don't like about betting against the Giants is Saquon Barkley is a beast, and that dude can mm-hmm. run all over the place. So yep. um, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I think they definitely did a good job, you know, keeping keeping a good game for Monday night. You got to have that double header first week. So I'm glad they stayed true to fashion with that. But I do think the Steelers are probably going to come out. Daniel Jones, he, he showed a lot of promise last year for the Giants. And again, maybe he can kind of build on that. Um, and I definitely think without the crowds, again, we got to remember crowds aren't in the stands. So these younger quarterbacks, these, these younger players, they're not having to deal with quite those environments that, you know, may kind of swing a player to or alter, you know, how a guy's running or something like that. It's, it's not there. So I, I do think the Steelers are probably going to win this, but the giants definitely got a young team and might be able to have a little spark. Yeah. I, I'm actually going to pick the giants on this one. Um, I like Daniel Jones coming into this with Saquon Barkley, both of them having what I think they've both got what a year now together or two years now. Is it just a year? Uh, yeah. Last year was a, Oh, it is two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, so two years. So they've got two years together. Um, you know, you've got golden Tate and Sterling Shepard. I think that's the one thing they're missing to me is a big, you know, big-time receiver that can go up and make those big plays. I mean, Golden Tate's great, and he's got really good hands and can make some really incredible catches, but you need that guy. And, and Sterling Shepard's a big guy, but he can't. He doesn't do it as often as you would like. I think Daniel Jones is going to need, and New York are going to need to get a wide receiver that's big and can just climb the ladder and go get it like Julio Jones. Um, so speaking of, might want to go get that boy I talked about, um, what was it from, uh, was Arkansas state? Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Adams might want to go did, get him. Like I said, he Julio looks a have lot a nice, like, Julio. like moment. Did he have a moment today? Like his 500 catch or 800 catch or something? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Julio caught his... Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Julio. Julio Jones caught his 800th catch today. He is the second fastest receiver to to uh, 800 receptions. Um, so wild, that was... Cool, yeah, that was, good shit. that was pretty impressive. Yeah, man. That... Man, Julio is just a staple of Atlanta, dude. And he, I can't wait. I mean, I can, but, like, when he retires as a Falcon, it's going to be a, such a sad day, but also, like, a great day. Like, <laughs> we're going to get to submit such yeah. a legend in our history forever. Um, so that is that that is going to be cool. Um, but, yeah, as far as New York, dude, I, I really feel like New York could pull this one out um, just because I think their youngness is going to – I think their youngness is actually going to win in this game just because they're young, but they are experienced together. They've played together. Um, so the next game, Tennessee at Denver. This is an interesting one to me. What do you guys think? Yeah, I got Tennessee, baby. I got Tennessee. Yeah, I think so too. What do you got, Kevin? Man, unless they put Drew Locke out there, they ain't got a chance. So... <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah. Nah, man, I like Vabril. Um I I think he, he had a good showing last year. He's going to have his team tuned up again. Again, it's a real, you know, grab your lunch pail and go to work type team, if you will. Derrick Henry, yeah. I think he just got paid. So hopefully he's going to be running a little freer. Um, you know, they got old Tannehill up there. He's got a brand new deal. He's happy. So, I mean, I think it's going to be a good game. Um, I think we'll kind of see where the Titans are coming out of the gate and see if they can kind of get that fire that they ended on last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think the Titans like, ended well last year. I'm excited to see them pick it back up, hopefully, and kind of keep charging forward this year and, and see what they can knock out and do. Yeah, I agree. I think Tennessee is just going to pick up right where they left off. Um, the only th- there's two players that are going to interest me, and that's Ryan Tannehill and Vic Beasley. Ryan Tannehill, I'm just interested to see can you come in and take the take the team from game one to game sixteen and win at least ten of those. Um, it's just he he. I don't think he's been truly proven yet now this this is really a season he's got the team around him he could do it he's got a good receiver in Corey davis um you know they've got a chance to 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 put a team together vic beasley i'm just interested to see what he does outside of atlanta because for one i'm interested to see did is vic beasley a bust or did atlanta fuck him up because i there's a part of me that thinks atlanta fucked him up because I don't think we put him in the right position. I think we tried to use him in a way that was not um, was not good for him. It didn't work well with him. So I'm interested to see how they use him and if he's able to produce tomorrow. But, yeah, I, I've, I got to take Tennessee in that one too. Uh, Denver coming in with a rookie QB and all. I actually got their defense on fantasy. So I'm hoping they'll come out with a couple picks. But... Hopefully so. Nevertheless, man, football is fucking back, boys. Football is And this is gives back. us 16 weeks of sweet, sweet yes. shit talk. Every One of my Sunday. favorite things in the world. Yes. Every Sunday, guys, we will be on here during the primetime NFL Sunday game. 
just in case you didn't know, I can't remember if I said it, but we got the Rams game on right now. Um, so we'll have that on. We'll be, man, every Sunday, dude, we're going to get to talk about nothing but You'll have John with the stats. You'll have Kevin with the rants. And you'll have me with the bullshit every Sunday, (laughs) dude. It's going to be beautiful. (laughs) Yes, it's going to be great. So y'all stay tuned. You just listen to The Sports Project.